This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Yeah, here are your hosts, Brock and James. Thanks, Aaron. Your uh, voice gets raspier every time. Welcome to the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. Rebel Scum, James. James well, here. Episode 308. I'm ahead by one week. Sorry, 307. We're bringing you all the Star Wars news in. What a week, James. There's actual news. What, yeah, when I sent you the rundown, I was like, well, this is going to be a tough one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I sent it, did I send it the day or like hours before? I think it was like either the day before or like hours before the news dropped. I can't yeah. remember what it was, but it was before the news dropped. And I remember just sending it. And I think I got to check it. I think I for, I didn't even write down like a topic. Yeah, the Ray movie is going to be special. It was the same topic as last week. I had nothing. I actually had nothing for this week, and I was hoping you could throw something. But but you know what? Kathleen Kennedy, uh, that unemployed uh, former exec, uh, helped us out this week. So thank you, KK. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, sweet news. There's going to be a, a Mandal- Like This doesn't replace one of the three original movies. The, so right. Bespin, Bespin Bulletin Brock mm. is reporting that this, along with the Filoni movie, are two parts of a trilogy. Oh. Are two parts of a trilogy. So I know it doesn't replace any. I've seen some people say, oh, uh, they're delaying the Ray movie or, you know, the comments have. I, I don't think so. I think because this now apparently is going to be the first Star Wars movie we get. Hmm. I think the strike, the strike. The writer's strike, more than anything else, really delayed. I think the Ray movie, I think they were... Because if you remember, like a couple months before the strike, they swapped writers, right? They got Lindelof out and Stephen Knight or what, in. And my guess is that... And then, you know, they go on strike for six months, whatever it was. I think my guess is they didn't... Uh, they need more time with that one anyway. And this one was probably something that Filoni and Favreau had... Re- Closer to ready to go, so it just makes mm-hmm. sense. Time was. I don't think it's replacing one. I don't think it's because of anything. I think it's just, it's just there. Like Disney, Lucasfilm is like we. Well, Disney is like we. We need a Star Wars movie in the theater. It, we listen to Brock to Brock and James and Rebel Scum. Like they keep yeah. saying we, they need it, and that that's what I think. I think this is the the one that's the most plausible because also Brock. Also, the stars of this are a stunt double and a puppet. <laughs> it's, like schedules oh. are free. Schedules are free on this one. I I know you have uh n- never tell me the odds figured out, but I just came up with one. I'm not gonna reveal, well, so just remember to ask me again what my could, new odds. We could is. cut we could cut one out because I wrote those again before this news dropped and I didn't <laughs> bother changing them. <laughs> we could change it up any way you want. I don't even remember what the top five is this week. It has nothing to do with the news. Oh, this is stupid. We should change top five to like top five characters we'd like to see in the Mandalorian and Grogu. 
But you know, like honestly, like the schedule's wide open. You got a stunt double, two, three stunt doubles, whatever it is for Mando. Mm -hmm. Pedro Pascal may or may not come back for the voice. If not, I propose on Twitter that they get Jim Cummings to do it. He can sound like (laughs) but like you know, you have Pedro Pascal showing up, you know, on the set of Last of Us season seven, like in a phone booth recording his lines for Mando. Mm -hmm. And the other yeah, the other star of this film is a puppet that we are all dearly in love with. Ooh, could you imagine he talks for the first time in one of like the final movie that of if this is a possible trilogy or whatever? Like, ooh, I mean, I feel like once, yeah. Oh no, no, go ahead, finish the thought. I was gonna say once he talks, you've got to put an end to to Baby Yoda. Like he's got to yeah. be done. Because like, if he starts talking, we get teenage group rock. We say this all the time. I don't want teenage Baby Yoda. I was just going to say, he's like, he's just going to say, I am Groot. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I am Pro Groot. Uh, um, uh, what was your first thought when you saw this? Like, um, yeah, no, I don't know why I didn't give you time to answer. <laughs> uh, my first thought was the same as yours. Like, yeah, we got, we got something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. It was, well, there was rumors that season four was going to be turned into a movie before. That was rumored. And, um, the uh, you know, and I was like, okay, fine. Is this season four? Is it something different? But then also mm-hmm. I thought, until there's a trailer. Until there's a trailer. Now, Favreau and Filoni are two people that I trust in Star Wars. But actually, so that was when I saw the headline. When I clicked on the article, I don't know if you clicked on the article or not, but you read the article, and at the very bottom... It says Dave Filoni, who is currently underway working on Ahsoka season yep. two. And that was my takeaway was, thank goodness, because I think the day before, <laughs> Rosario Dawson's like, I haven't heard anything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how can you not have plans to follow up on Ahsoka? Yeah. Like, just, so I'm, that, that was my biggest takeaway was, okay, we're getting, because the Mandalorian stuff, I'm, I'm going to ramble for a bit, so bear with me. But yeah. Season one and two were great. For me, those were episodic. And then I always said, like, their story kind of ended in season two. Season three probably should have been a movie anyway. You probably could have done that in a movie. Like, it was more one. It was kind of like their story ended and they were a part. We saw somebody else's story through their perspective in season three almost. It's kind of how that one felt. And then at the end, they're like, we're going to go on adventures. I'm like, just bring Carson Tev in. So... It just it makes sense to me that it's going to be a movie, and I'm hoping they do like a fun, just a fun one-off adventure. Like like uh, like I hope they do a kind of like the old uh, MCU ways, where it was like Thor was just Thor, right? It wasn't Thor. Wasn't like well, this is part of the Avengers. It was like no, it was just Thor, and then you throw in Hawkeye. Like I hope they like they focus more on this just being like whatever the hell their adventure is. You focus on that. And then at the end, right before the credits, you can throw in like Thrawn being like, ha, 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 I'm coming to get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that abrupt halt. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends. It's in a <laughs> Sopranos 25 years ago today. Sopranos. Today. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. 25, yeah, 25 years. That just makes me feel so old. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So I'm like, have I been out of high school for 20 years yet? Sopranos. Yes. I have. <laughs> I, gra- I graduated college 20 years ago. <laughs> I graduated from there. Close. I'm close to 20 years. Yikes. Um, my thought, like, but was... you got a big year coming up this year, Brock. 
Big like, birthday. Big up. birthday. A big birthday. The big 2-0. Big it's 2-0. like a triple Quintanera. I don't do math well. Um, I thought, oh, yeah, I was agree. I thought like, you know, oh, great. We have something to talk about. That's actually uh, something interesting. Um, my second thought was like, so then are they going to do a season four that leads into this? So like. Mm. I don't see why they wouldn't capitalize on off of this. I think they definitely need to go like it's like they have to give up the yips or something with Star Wars films. There's like we got to have a like an immediate success, otherwise we're never gonna get over this slump, right? Mando, I, the title is just so basic. It's just like it's like now it's just like yeah. This is what it is. Because, like, as we were talking about the last episode of, of season three of The Mandalorian, it's like, perhaps this is the end. But now this movie called Mandalorian Grogu doesn't really leave any possible... Oh, maybe it's not about them. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's about them. Do you like that title, James? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, and the thing is, it's not that I'm like... I don't hate... Like, I'm not... I'm going to boycott yeah. the movie because of the title, but yeah. I think I've said this for a while. I'm just stop naming things after characters because <laughs> yeah, I have this feeling that. like after the first act, Boba Fett's going to take over and it's going to be a Boba Fett movie. <laughs> That's just the way these things are. It's just stop calling it. I mean, unless we're only following those two, but if Bespin Bulletin, I think it was Bespin Bulletin is correct. And this is, you know, one of part one of a trilogy. Stop just like i i don't i just star wars doesn't need to be named after characters and it's mm. the tv shows have kind of shown that it doesn't the titles i mean star wars titles have always kind of sucked but it doesn't really work when you name it after a character because then it's like but i mean again attack of you know there's that video going around where all the star wars movies have the wrong titles and they so yeah, powerful yeah, yeah. of course i guess do you like the title you know what? And that picture that was in that article—that's like concept art from the show, right? I was like, I, at first, I was like, "Oh!" I thought it was AI. It looked like AI. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen that before, uh, but I was excited. I was immediately like, "We gotta show that picture!" And then I was thinking about today. I was like, "I think that's not like it's not like a movie, whatever." It's just they have it. Um, that's what they're using. Yeah. Name. Wait, that's our that's our thumbnail right now. Nice. I mean, I'm sure we're the only ones on YouTube. <laughs> no, we're like the seventh hundred because we waited a couple days to talk about this. Um, I don't hate it, but it's to the point. It's not one of those typical Star Wars titles where it's like, I mean, of the original, of like the the mainline Star Wars, where it's like, Ooh, what does it mean? <laughs> no, there's no. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, I maybe it'll kill it, but I, I kind of hope they make a trilogy, and I kind of hope they make a season four, and then like it's mm. just like, or let's let's just go the way of the community, six seasons and a movie. But uh, yeah, there's no announcement of like when this is. It's just no, it's just thing. I think they say it's the next one. So yeah. I would guess sooner than later, and by sooner than later, I don't mean this year or 2026. I would say the latest. Um, but I did hear someone else say someone speculated this could come out in May 2020, whatever, five or six. And then the Filoni movie could come out in December of that year. Hmm. I can't remember who said that. So I, I can't take it. Back, and I can't because I wasn't planning on mentioning it. But that you just kind of jogged my memory on somebody said that were if it is, it would be kind of cool if we got this in May 
and then like, oh yeah, yeah, and part two is in December. It's That'd not a cool. real part two, but it's part two. That would be kind of cool. And I think if this movie is well received, I think it could work. I also think Disney is probably gun shy on doing that after the Last Jedi solo mm-hmm. debacle <laughs> on what they had, where you know Solo probably should have been released in December, not May. And I think yeah. you know having them so close together, I think hurt. But I think if this first movie is good and people like it get right into the next one man because we talked about it last week where star wars goodwill it needs that it needs it needs like people to get back on on board with star wars and if that's how you do it is giving us a one-two punch of really fun epic movies i think you do it there's always going to be that sector of fans that hate it and whatever and not everyone's going to like it obviously but i think if you make something that's fun i think I just i I think you could win. I think you can win people back into let's go see Star Wars on the on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Filoni's film is supposed to be part in like set in the same timeline as Mandalorian, right? That was what they. I don't think they ever said. I think it was like a Mandoverse film. Yeah, it was like mm, all yeah. part of that. Yeah. So like. His movie coming out next would make sense. It'd be less. I mean, they really. I think I don't think it suffered from it, but like you know, the jump from Force Awakens is it Force Awakens then Rogue One came out, or was Rogue One after Last Jedi? No, Rogue no. One was after Force Awakens. I think I think Rogue One benefited uh, obviously mm-hmm. the Vader scene, but the Force Awakens I think really it Barbenheimered that one over <laughs> a billion dollars. I think yo Barben by the way Barbenheimer <laughs> those two movies that was like. I haven't seen either, but it was nice to like see two movies kind of carry each other over this finish line of like, guess what? People will go to the theater again if you make something that they want to see. And I think that's what Mandalorian and Grogu is to Disney. It's like, this is what people want to see. Just put it on the big screen. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I mean, it'd be a great way to just sort of end it. I mean, who knows if they end it, but like, it would be nice to be like, here's another season of the show and then boom, end. It ends in this. But then, like, will non-show watchers want to see this movie? Or, well, it doesn't matter if they want to or not. They see Star Wars, will go or they won't. But will they understand it? Who knows? I mean, Filoni and Favreau are pretty good storytellers. I'm not concerned too much about that. Just, yeah. You wonder how many people haven't seen The Mandalorian or even people who haven't seen it versus people who don't know who baby Yoda is. And I think the mm-hmm. people who absolutely have no idea who baby Yoda is, I don't think there's any concern because they're not going to go see a star Wars movie anyway. <laughs> but you know, there's enough people that understand what, like that, like there is a baby Yoda, a Grogu or whatever. They understand that that exists. Well, that's what I mean. Icon, so yeah, like, it might work. Well, those people might go, but I'm saying the people, if people don't know yeah, exactly. baby Yoda, by, those people aren't going anyway. Like they, they they don't really matter. It's the, the people that know of Baby Yoda that haven't watched Mandalorian, they're the ones that you put a strong enough trailer out there and they might be like, okay, let's go see. Let's go see what this Baby Yoda thing is all about. There's the same amount of Fast and Furious movies as there are Star Wars movies. Like, it's like, that's kind of crazy when you think about it. No, so there's, one, like, there's one less Fast and Furious, okay? No, there's 10, right? There's 10. Fast and Furious, correct? Yes, and there's eleven Star Wars movies. 
Yeah, but there's also a little thing called Hobbs and Shaw. Boom. That's in the yeah. past for your furious. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, solo? you had to strike Rogue One and Solo. <laughs> but yeah, I guess with Solo, be dude. Have you seen Hobbs and Shaw? No, I've always kind of wanted to watch it because just for Idris Elba. But <laughs> I would suggest keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> My point is like those movies exist, so someone will go see them. So not to like disrespect Star Wars, but it's kind of true. I think these movies will be a success to some extent in a sense. Like, I don't know. I know they have to be like $5 billion to be a true success, but. It just, I wonder if. Like, I wonder what it will do in the box office because it is, and not that I care, but it is Mandalorian and Grogu is the title. So right away you're saying this is a movie based on these characters that you love from this Disney Plus show. Mm -hmm. If people are already struggling with going to see like Marvel movies in the theater because they're going to just watch it on Disney Plus 45 days later. (laughs) Like does that help? Like does that that can't like it can't help your cause if you're making a movie if your movie is just basically a, a longer version of the TV show. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like how and I, I do think you know with Favreau getting a movie, he'll, his hands will be a little less tied than they were doing a TV show in terms of budget, obviously, um, and some some of the quality in that respect. But I just feel like if you know if somebody's like, well, I get I watch that on Disney anyway. Why am I going to go see it in the theater? And because they because it could be viewed. I don't know how you feel, but it could be viewed as a cash grab. Like, oh, so now you want me to go see in the theater and pay for my Disney Plus subscription, which keeps going up every six months. Why am I going to do that? Why Why would I pay Why would I pay two months worth of Disney Plus to watch one movie in the theater when I can just wait an extra month and watch it on my Disney Plus? I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. We're, we're, we've got, like, I, I pre-ordered our tickets already. Like, we're ready to go. <laughs> but, like, I'm just yeah. saying, like, a general audience member, why? And I'm sorry for the motion sickness. <laughs> you just don't lean on your desk. What is behind desk. you? It's not a desk. This is the Millennium Falcon and a treadmill. <laughs> okay, now I understand. Treadmill. I just couldn't figure out what the shape was. Yeah, it's a um, treadmill. I just love virtual backgrounds. Um, <laughs> you know, hold on. <laughs> like those guys, uh, like, I, like alien or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're gonna go play the piano after. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the like the deeper into that like argument, it's just like, oh, well, then why go outside anymore? I, I don't know. It's. Uh, it's I'm weird, saying people it's like, are going less and less to these type, these big temple movies, except mm-hmm. for Barbenheimer and Mario Brothers and Taylor Swift. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. But you know what? We can't like like uh, our stick up our noses to Taylor Swift because the effect it had at people in a theater is kind of crazy. So people might chase that. I mean. Beyonce's doing a thing as well, or did I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. 
never gonna get level Taylor Swift, unfortunately. But like, no disrespect. It did well though. Apparently, I think Beyonce yeah. did pretty well, uh, but not Taylor Swift. But Taylor Swift is this weird phenomenon that like, <laughs> she's like just my sister, viral. <laughs> my sister, my sister went to Seattle to watch her. She was in Vancouver, so that mm. she went to Seattle to watch her, and then she watched it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Did you not? Isn't this just what you just watched?" Can you yeah, but you saw the different it? angles. <laughs> I don't know if I like any musician enough to do. All. I would go see them multiple times live, but to watch them in the theater after watching them live, I'll get a DVD, a DVD or a Blu-ray, sure. But I don't know. I just, uh, it's just Taylor Swift fans are good on them, man. Like, like so. she. I mean, they own the NFL now. That's true. I mean, what it boils down to is Potential Star Wars. No, oh yeah, that too. Fuck. Uh Mandal like if Mandalorian can get to the viral level of Game of Thrones, I don't think it can because it's not quite the same. Like Game of Thrones was a show that everyone like stops what they were doing on Sunday to watch, right? And you could see it on social media. Mandalorian does have fans, but I don't, it's, it hasn't broken through. I think it's because like Game of Thrones, bottom line has cursing, like brutal violence and sex. Like it's just like that brings in a larger audience. So it's like if they were to have done a Game of Thrones movie, that was like the end of whatever the the storyline was like. Like, actually, if they did, it probably would have made more sense with the fi- finale the being the way it is. It's like, I don't, I think Mandalorian doesn't have, like, no disrespect to the Mandalorian, it doesn't have that. So it's like, yeah, what will drive people into the theaters outside of, like, if, I don't know, I know it does well. It's Dis- I think it's Disney Plus is one of their best shows. I don't know. It's like, is it cash grab? Absolutely. But all TV and movie is, right? It's literally a business. So, I don't know. I I would be I would not be shocked if the title changes at some point. It feels very like placeholder. Yeah, placeholder feel. Yeah, I'm in though. But it does I mean, have that. It does have that cheesy Star Wars title vibe to it. Empire mm-hmm. Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back only sounds like a cool title because we've grown up with it. Attack of the yeah. Clones is a terrible title, but I'll bet you ask anyone that was like just mm-hmm. born in 2002. And I'm like, that's a great title, you know. It's like, no, I remember when it came out, we all laughed at it. Avengers: <laughs> Sith is is fine. New Hope is kind of, or not New Hope. Uh, Force Awakens is kind of um, Last Jedi is cool. Rise of Skywalker, people are still trying to figure out what it means. No, you might so, be right. Like when we were young, it's like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I have I'm, look, I am I'm very excited for this movie. I like Mandalorian a lot. I like Rogu a lot. I, I I I really like season three. I know nobody else did. I think still though, I still believe season three works better as a binge show as one big long episode because yeah, sure. I think because I still think it falls under that trap of Ahsoka did it too, where like the episode ends and you're like, what just what? Why did it just stop? Like it, it kind of had that. Whereas season one and two, they really felt like each episode was an episode and you didn't feel even though they were short it was kind of like well that was the story for this week let's see what it is next week 
and you did it, um, which kind of which which in season two is really getting annoying to me. You can go back and watch the watch the clips. Roll it. We don't have those. But I did use. Yeah. I used to say I don't remember how you were, but I remember just every episode ended with Grogu being like, "Okay," or Man- Grogu Mandalorian being like, "Okay, we're done here. Let's fly off to the next planet." Mm-hmm. It was like every episode was the exact same thing that happened and until Luke Skywalker showed up and forgot all about that. But that's how it was and it started to get on my nerves a little. And then season three didn't do that. They just had two episodes that didn't have an ending. And then I thought it picked up and but again I think it was season three was more we saw this a, a Mandalorian story through the eyes of the two characters that we had followed for two seasons whose story had concluded at that point. Yeah. So um so, KK yeah, I don't know. I feel like I was going to say something. I can't remember. Um, I'm psyched. It's our, Well, I mean, I'm psyched. I'm psyched right now because it's like Star Wars information. Hooray! Um, but I think we have to stick to what we always say. It's like, until there's a trailer, nothing is real. So Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Do you want but... to change our top five to top five characters we want to see in the Mando and Grogu movie that aren't Mando and Grogu? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Mine's just gonna be characters made in. That yeah, that's show. the point. Of it. That's the point of it. And I know what number five has to be. Hondo um, Naka. <laughs> no, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. So there was Soka season two. Let's talk about this briefly before yeah. we get to our, our blind rankings. Uh good. It needs to happen. The end. <laughs> oh, I don't have the the video, the the image to show. Don't worry, I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, I have to share your screen though. Hold on, don't do anything. Oh, look at this guy! Look, get out of there! Go, go, go! My background's but it's saying so you're fired. Baloney <laughs> said. Spohoney said, pull my finger. <laughs> and he went for it. So what do you make of this picture? So for those listening and not watching, Dave Filoni sketched an image of two, I'm guessing Ahsoka and Sabine, on the uh, the Mortis uh, statue that we last see Balin on, uh, pointing. But this one's pointing. Isn't the one that Balin was on, like, palm out? I can't remember. Maybe it was pointing. I can't remember either. But uh... I mean, Filoni would know better than both of us. So I don't know why we're second-guessing him. But anyway, that's what it is. It's a nice sketch. He sketches a lot. We don't see it often yeah. anymore. But anyway, what did you make of this? Oh, I'm like, I'm in. This is awesome. And he's like, yeah, I'm giving you what you want. I read the internet. Um, I also, <laughs> it is, like you just said, it's a good reminder that he does these sketches. Like, one day someone's going to take all these and put it in a book and we're going to spend $50 on it. Like, I like I knew he could sketch, but like, man, he put a lot of work into this. <laughs> Maybe this is what he was doing during the strike. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm psyched. Uh, um, like, Ahsoka season one was fun, but it just didn't feel like it had an ending. It was very abrupt. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> the guy's in charge of most of this, right? To an extent, like, it's like, let him just do his project. He made your Mandalorian shiny and bright just the way you wanted so... Give him what he wants. Let him finish his Ahsoka project. Um, yeah, and I'm excited. Like this might be all a psycho, and also it's concept art, so it might not actually happen the way we're seeing it. Um, what is it? If, it says something above it too. 
Oh yeah, I forget what it says. The I can't. I zoomed in, but it's so pixelated. No, yeah, it's it's super pixelated. But hold on. I it says the best is yet to come. Yeah, that's (laughs) is it. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, season two. The story continues. That's Uh, what it says. It's sort of shocking turn of events. Good, because it never, I mean, it's not even continuing. It's just kind of like, I mean, it li- actually, no, it literally is continuing because it felt like it it just stopped. That was my, like, I really thought Ahsoka had, was on the path of being my favorite live action show. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, however, texted me after, I think, the f- second episode and said, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so he was on different, but I, I thought... That it was on the trajectory of being my favorite. It just needed to stick the landing. And uh, as it turns out, it's still in midair. It's still on its way down for the landing. Hasn't done it yet. So I'm excited for this. This, I have this Filoni do more sketches. Yeah, absolutely. I've, now it's like, if I ever met him, I was like, instead of your signature, can I have a sketch? Like, <laughs> yeah. if, if you Google Filoni sketches, a lot of stuff comes up. <laughs> Oh, he's $50 book. Make it happen. Absolutely. And Fantasia's probably already uh, pre-ordered it. It doesn't even exist. He's like, I pre-ordered <laughs> it on Amazon. They're good to go. All right, you want to do some blind rankings? Let's do it. It's a segment where we got some blind rankings. And uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to give Brock the name of a character or whatever something in star wars and he's gonna put whether he thinks it should be number one or number two three four or five blindly and at the end hopefully he's happy with his list uh, <laughs> and if he's not really it doesn't matter because this doesn't mean anything so blind rankings is coming and today's blind rankings are any idea what the topic could be brock like do you want to take a guess <laughs> i'm gonna go with be? mandalorian something <laughs> Definitely not, because again, written before the news. (laughs) It's Jedi. It's Mm. Jedi, bro. We're going to go Jedi. And uh, this is not, to quote Luke Skywalker, it's not going to go the way you think. (laughs) Yeah, knowing you, uh, it might. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I mean, have they disproven Zem Wessel was a Jedi yet? Have they? Uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu. And I can put them wherever I want, right? Oh, um, you can't change it. What? Like, you're locked yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're no. locked um, in. Yeah. Gonna go number. Gonna go three for Mace Windu. Three for Mace Windu. I think that's fair. Yeah. Not knowing uh, what else is coming. <laughs> yeah. Not not having any idea, and you you are gonna regret it. Uh, Kit Fisto. Kit. So arguably, got to put them five because I feel like this is just like a trick. It's a trick. Uh, Plo Koon. Plo Koon. Wow. See, this is why Dave Filoni will never be on our show. (laughs) No disrespect. I just, I know you're trying something. (laughs) I'm not trying anything. Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. Damn it. I'm not trying anything. No, no, I'm still good with this. I'm going to say number two because. All right, you know what? I think I think you're gonna be happy with how you have this one, because I was gonna go with like like a really pathetic character, 
But then it's like, it's not fun. Like if I just, you know, if we throw, so I'm going to go Cal Kestis is your last one. Oh, okay. Cal yeah, yeah. Kestis I is number one. I mean, I have no one. choice. So your, your blind rankings of Jedi Brock, if you want to read them, they're on the screen. <laughs> number one, Cal Kestis. Number two, Ray Skywalker. Number three, Mace Windu. Number four, Plo Koon. Number five, Kip Fisto. I'm happy with this. Uh, yeah. I think you should be because you have no choice. And I mean, it had to be it had to be Ray Skywalker to really just piss off. Like, <laughs> just like to really. <laughs> I mean, she's in top... Disney World. She's in Disney World right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, the top two spots are for main characters too. So like Mace Plo and Kit Fisto are like they're side characters. So it's like I, not outrageous I, to put them where they're. No, I think you got a good one. I think you could argue Mace Windu could be higher on the list because yeah. of Samuel L. Jackson. And I do think Kit Fisto should be number one. <laughs> I know, I know. Cal's good. Like Cal would be great to see in live action because you have the yeah. actor playing him. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, it's a video game, and video games are bigger than movies. But I just feel like you get a wider, like a different audience if you threw him somewhere in live action. And I haven't played Survivor yet, so I don't know if his story has come to an end or what. So I don't really know. And it's supposed to be like that one is supposed to be like amazing. I listen to a lot of video game podcasts, and like as much as it's not like game of the year it always gets like like kudos it's like this game was awesome this game and this game and this, like or sorry jedi survivor like it gets mentioned constantly it's sort of like i think it did well i don't know if there's a third one but i'm sure there is like <laughs> i'm i know on uh new year's uh darth ward rob was here and he said that it was kind of short and he was a little disappointed i did i did a jump scare there brock i don't know if you saw me i, I got my dog came in I didn't um, see. I can't get her on camera, but she just scared the crap out of me. And I was, I didn't make a sound because you were talking. And, but my heart stopped and skipped two beats. It was terrifying. <laughs> but I, I've also heard that the game's amazing too. And it was on sale on Black Friday or Boxing Day here in Canada. And uh, uh, I can't get it yet. So, yeah. It doesn't matter. All right. The odds. Never tell me the odds. You Brought got, to you us. Me, you got to give me a second. They're really far away. There we go. Uh, there we go. Oh, the ability of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Boom. Look at those two. <laughs> Look at those two. Is Quill returning? That's the question. Will Quill be back? <laughs> Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. Brought to you, me, and everyone by patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, hey, why don't you head down to patreon.com slash head down podcast? Head on down. Uh and just support us. And there's we do stuff on there. Yeah. I don't know. I am not a, a patron because why would I pay myself? But anyways, become one of our wonderful few that we like to talk about every episode, and we are so thankful that they think what we do is satisfactory. I'm not going to toot my own horn anywhere. And those wonderful people are Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Dale Erdman, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D. Josh Price, Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Den and Nerds, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, and Ron Prasak. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have a great top five. 
<laughs> uh, never tell me the odds. <clears throat> it's fun doing the odds. Because you can never tell me what they are. The villain of the raid film will be teased in an episode of the Mandoverse first show first. Are we going to get a tease 40 years before this character is the main villain? Will we see Will we see uh, Kidster and then Kidster becomes <laughs> Boba Fett? Is that what we're finally going to get? <laughs> Sorry, say that whole odd again. What is it? Uh, the villain of the raid film yeah. will first be seen in an episode of the Mandoverse. So it could be Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett Season 2, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Season 2. Not Andor, though. Can't be on Andor. I'm going to go like 5%. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't hate it, but that's a huge leap, you know? Look, I really think they, they dropped the ball on Kidster being Boba Fett. I'm going to go 7%. It's not going to happen. I don't think it will. But, I mean, again, like, if you want things to tie together, I don't know. Like, <laughs> how, what is what, what would it be? 20, 20, 35 years? Like, if you think about it, if you make the guy, like, or a woman in their 20s, yeah. all of a sudden you have a 55, 60-year-old. And, like, that kind of is an age of a villain in a lot of things. So it could work, depending. But I don't think that'll happen either. Um, <laughs> do you want to do your odd now? Because we can't do the second odd. The second odd is Grogu will not appear in any movies. I can't remember what my odd was. I should have wrote it down. You said something and I can't remember. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Carson Tega, Teva, and um, Zeb will appear in Mandalorian and Grogu. Um, I'm gonna go 45 percent. That part, Close. I'm not sure. Oh, I think Carson Teva 100 percent. Zeb, I'm gonna go 51 percent. Do it. Do I think you know what? I think it's even higher though because I think Zeb's coming. I think Zeb is coming in like a, like he was already in Mando season three. I think he's coming like a freight train on, on Soka season two. He's coming like like not like a freight train, sorry, like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> You know, like one, one Miley Cyrus song. I know one Miley Cyrus song. I actually don't even know how that song goes. I just know that it's a wrecking ball. That's all I know. <laughs> not, uh, not a Miley Cyrus. There's another person I've realized. Aaron played a song. I was like, not a fan. And she's like, how can you not be a fan? Everybody likes this person. I was like, not this guy. Put on the Archies or put on Silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love Silence. <laughs> you know what's funny is when uh, so. Spotify does the rap at the end of every year. Yeah. And I looked at it. But usually Spotify has been like Aaron listening to uh true crime podcasts. Like that's what it's been. Yeah. I don't even like whatever. Um, but this year it was <clears throat> we got rid of the other one. So it was Spotify was like the main one. I have I use Apple or not Apple, uh Amazon a lot because I get it. For, don't tell them, but I haven't paid for, I don't know, they're not making me pay for it. <laughs> they say that I'm supposed to, but I haven't yet. So just don't tell, don't tell them yet. I don't want him to know. But I, so I just keep using it. But so we did the Spotify thing, and Aaron listens to like music with Selena, and so that was like all on there. Then it was like some kids' songs. But then the month of August, when I was on paternity leave, the number one thing that I was listening to on Spotify, the Archies. <laughs> it was like it went from like so like Beyonce to to Coco Lemon, 
uh, and then the Archies. <laughs> I was like, and then like the minute I'm back to work, the Archies are like nowhere near anything. <laughs> and our final odd today, Ahsoka season. Can't do this one either, Brock. Ahsoka season two will be announced soon, even though reports say otherwise. I think we were on the ball with these odds. Like, we yeah, had a good thing going. We had a good thing going. And every time it's Ahsoka season two, will have a, a release date announced by the end of the year. How about that? By the end of this calendar year, we will know when Ahsoka season two will be on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, like 80, no, 90%. 78%. I'm going to go a little bit lower. I dare you. That's how it is. I can't. Two, two of the three odds were pointless, and one of them was like, "Well, whatever." Ah, <laughs> uh, you have the news. I have the news. Here we go. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow. Da 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 My mic's on. <laughs> Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Weiss and Benioff are talking about what their shelved. Uh, Star Wars movie was going to be about and what it was going to be called. They said we wanted to do the first Jedi, basically how the Jedi Order came to be and why it came to be and what why how they created the first lightsaber. We were annoyed as hell when Ryan Johnson called his movie The Last Jedi. He completely destroyed the obvious title for what we're looking on. He, of course, is joking. And he, they go on to say, Lucasfilm ended up not wanting to do a first Jedi story. We had a very specific story in mind, but ultimately they decided they didn't want to do that. And we totally get it. It's their company, their IP. But we weren't the droids they were looking for. That's fun. Maybe they should make their own sci-fi movie and call it Rebel Sun. I don't know. Um, and if you've been watching the Golden Globes and you like Star Wars, you probably came across this one. Mark Hamill delighted Star Wars fans on January 8th by sharing a photo of himself meeting Pat- Natalie Portman. I was going to say, Natalie Nortman. Natalie Portman behind the scenes of the 2024 Golden Globes. And he says, now I have finally met my mother thanks to the Golden Globes. And it's a nice picture, of course. When it comes to Mark Hamill, it's always good. And there's no other news because we talked about it. And this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. Da, 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 That's how <clears throat> it would sound in a cassette player when the batteries were running low. <laughs> nice. For people that don't clear my throat. Top five. Top five characters we would like to see appear in Mandalorian and Grogu. The epic film set to be released by David Filoni and John Favrowski. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, i going to go with uh, your number five, Brock. Is my number five. Maybe he's not Ando your Anaka. number five. It's Hondo Anaka. Hondo Anaka. Let's go. And, again, and that would bring Jim Cummings in, who will be voicing the Mandalorian Din Djarin in this one as yeah. well. Yeah, no, I'm going to go Hondo as well. The rest are all characters that actually still exi- that already exist in the Mandalorian universe. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go number four. Mine, this one doesn't exist in the Mandalorian. Actually, is my number four. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to change, but I was going to make that one my number one or two. I'm going to go Carson Teva at number four. Carson Teva number four. Uh, it would feel weird not to have him in there, so I'm going to go number four. Carson Tevs. CT. Uh, my number 
My number four is Miggs Mayfield. Let's bring Bill Burr back. Um, mistake not having him in this season. I hope he comes. If there's a fourth season, I hope he's in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, great. He was really good in uh, season two as well. Like that was a great, great part. Uh, grief Karga. I this is such a cop out, but how do you not have Grief Karga in the movie? Uh, maybe you don't. Maybe you kill him off in season four. Grief cargo. <laughs> number three, I'm just going to say Ahsoka because why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm going number two, Boba Fett because, uh, like I said, the first half of the movie, he won't be in it. Then the second half will just be about Boba Fett. So that's my number two. My number two is Peli Moto. I don't know. Uh, how <laughs> <clears throat> that's, yeah. Uh, Peli's not on my list, but probably. Because I think that the the title will be changed to Mandalorian, Grogu, and Peli. <laughs> it's probably going to be MGP is going to be uh, what it's called. My number one, Mace Windu. Oh. Not, I don't even want to see Mace Windu come back like a lot of other people do. I just think it would be so much fun if he did. And if this was the movie that came in and it was Samuel Jackson coming in with Grogu, I just feel like the full circle, like, would be complete where he got the role in Star Wars because he said he wanted to be next to Yoda and now he'd ah. be next to, now he'd be next to baby Yoda and uh Mace Windu what's the role I don't know don't care Mace Windu number one by the way Mace think... Windu was originally my number four and then I moved to number one I gotta say uh you know Samuel L. Jackson's been in a lot of new Marvel stuff with like secret invasion and he's in the Marvels I'm like yeah Still got him, man. So, yeah, I'm all in on that. That'd be crazy. Uh, my number, are we at number one? Yeah, no, my number one is gonna be Carson Teva because we gotta get him in that movie. I agree. I, I don't think they, I, I can't see them ditching him in the movie. No, like you've gone through all that trouble to put him in the Mandalorian one, two, and three. Yes, yes, at least yeah. one and two, definitely. Or at least two and three. Yeah. And then you put them in Ahsoka, and it's like, how do you it's like, ah, sorry, you're not gonna be in the movie? Like, that's an established character now in that plot line. So I think I think you have to do it. Now, I saw a thing, Brock, where they were like, This is about Marvel, but they said the X-Men will not be in what if until their live action debut. And I said, Yeah. Because the X Men don't exist in the MCU, <laughs> so if you just do something about X Men, yeah, 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 there's yeah. no car; like, they don't exist. But Carson Teva exists in this, so you do that. I, that drives me nuts about a lot of things. When, when remember that rumor, like Star Killer is Morok, like you're a moron because Star Killer <laughs> doesn't exist. Like you yeah. can't, like you know, just because you know something doesn't like if they're not in the lore that you're following, they just doesn't exist. You could bring them in, but you have to bring them in in a way that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this year. So, Carson Teva has got to be in there. Yeah, that'd be, I mean, ugh. he's just the greatest. And I'm super excited for the live action avatar. So, like, <laughs> what a wow. Like, do you think it's all just because Kim's convenience? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I think he's been in this industry I, long enough that he knows a lot of people. So, but I do believe that. Dave Filoni was a massive Kim Convenience fan. Well, we know he loves Go Transit. Yeah, he lo- and there's your. But I think I think he was a big fan, and I think Deborah Chow somehow. Yeah, Deborah Chow knows him. Yeah. 
yeah, there was some kind of meaning there. But also, yeah, could have been Train 48, that old show. No, 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 Train. Train. Oh, man. I'd give anything to get our hands on that. Like, oh. <laughs> It's on YouTube. Just. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, anyway, everyone knows, and we're, we, they should advertise. 200 that. episodes. He's in 200 episodes. Of yeah, but, but, but that's because it was every single, it was on every Yeah, that's right. Day. It was on every, <laughs> they were like, are people watching it? It doesn't matter. It's on every single day. They were really loud. Like, I've been on the Go Train. I know you have, and you're not supposed to be that loud on the Go Train, but they were <laughs> that loud on that show. I don't think they had the quiet zone yet in the 90s or late early 2000s like that. <laughs> what a concept. I wonder if that would work today. This is the show today. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Just, just t- t- texting on your phone, checking the scores. Uh, Carson Teva. Yeah, fantastic. I, yeah, I'm excited. Like, I'm again. We don't know if any of these things will actually happen. I don't see why they wouldn't. But like, you know, this is the one more than anything that I believe can happen. Yeah, I think the Ray movie they're going to like that one's going to have to like something drastic will have to happen for that one not to happen. Mm. But I think I think this one is the most surefire of them all. Like the Ray one, I can see we not getting a release date for a while. Because they're like, well, we're not ready to remember. Um, but they're going to really push that one. And I think that's the right move. Because I really think the Ray movie is the, the of all the movies, that's the one that makes the most sense to me. Because that's the one in the future. And really, whatever you do after that, it, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Whereas, whereas like Mandalorian and Grogu, you can do whatever you want. But the First Order is coming. And Snokey Snoke is coming. And like all that is on its way. Like, Or maybe you go to another galaxy. And that's how you get away from it. But either way, like that's there. So the Ray one, there's just, I don't know if people argue, but I think there's a lot of upside with the Ray one still that you could really make something great out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Na, 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 Ray. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, it's, it's, it's nice having some new Star Wars news. It's fantastic. Well, now we can talk about something next week as well. Yeah. Ray, the Ray movie will be great. <laughs> That's our topic. The Ray, why Kathleen Kennedy ruined Ray? Uh, see, the original idea for Ray was she was going to be a Kenobi and then a nobody, and then Kathleen Kennedy said she has to be a Palpatine. <laughs> and the one thing that drives me nuts about the Kathleen Kennedy hate, Brock, is I don't think anyone that gives a hate and even some of the people that give the praise also i should say but both but mostly it's a hate i don't even know what she does <laughs> i think like, she's just a figurehead that they use as like the scapegoat for what they <laughs> don't like about star wars like i do you know what she does i'm guessing it's a ton of paperwork just like yeah. a ton of paperwork like uh, you know and then she missed an x somewhere and I, and then you know, and then Snoke was in a tube or something. I don't know, but that's. I feel like she just shows up on set, looks at the director, and goes like this, or the showrunner goes. Yeah, she's. <laughs> Until she showed up to the Mandalorian set and saw Baby Yoda and said, "Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. We're gonna." I make want to see the baby. <laughs> I want to, that would be great if the client showed up. The client, I'm not dead. I want to see the baby. 
I wonder if John Carlo Esposito is going to get in on it. Like, hey, but you're dead. But was I or was I a clone? <laughs> and like somehow he convinces them. He's like, bring me because he's such he's a great actor. I would put him in the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. John Carlo Esposito, fantastic. Yeah. If he wants to be in it, I'd be like, yeah, you want to play yourself, but the clone version, sure, whatever. And he had the one thing I like about him too is he just seems to like enjoy all the roles he does. Yeah. <laughs> like. He doesn't come out and bitch about this or that. He's like, he just seemed to have a great time. I just saw him talking about Gus Frings. He's like, they want me to do this. I said, let's do this. And it just sounded like he had a great time. Mandalorian, every time we talked about it, it was like he had the time of his life. It's like, that's what you want actors to do. You don't like, when they start complaining, it's like, eh. you know, you could be. You could oh, be. Oh, you mean like Adam time. Driver? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he complained, did he? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you can call it complaining or not, but there's like, there was the article where he's like, "Oh, I'm not." They're making more Star Wars, but I'm not involved. And then like, hey, but what, how did he say? It? Like, like it's the context of how he said it, and also he's he did his three movies, he's done, and he didn't yeah. when he did the the Rich Eisen show, he didn't talk negatively about any of it, <clears throat> even though there was kind of negative, like he was like, "We were going to do one thing, and then we went." He's still didn't say he hated anything about it you know no like, no I, and adam driver talks in a specific way but then also like he also he apparently says like working on the star wars movies were exhausting i'm like well, yeah yeah the billion dollar um, movies. <laughs> and the other difference too between like a john carlo esposito and uh werner herzog and and adam driver is their their age also two of them have been in the industry for mm. you know decades and he's kind of you know for one day de- like you know you, your ex- your expectations are different, and your understanding of things are different. And I and I bet you the way you're treated is different too. Because the guy that played Reacher played Raphael in Ninja Turtles, the Lego Bay Turtles, and he was <laughs> yeah. like he hated everything about those. But then you hear the story about why, and you're like, how do you? You can't be mad at that. Full yeah. circle. You know what? Not everybody has to be happy. Anyway, no, I'm just saying though, you want somebody positive. On your media tour, also. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, oh, I hated making it like Hugh Grant talking about playing an Oompa Loompa. I hated it. Like, who cares? I'm like, I don't, I don't <laughs> wait a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, like I don't care that you hated it. Just tell me, you know. So anyway, uh, somebody else said something about like I did it for the money. I know you did it for the money. <laughs> yeah, it's called work. But you, yeah, but you just like pretend you're an actor. What act? It's like something else was your driving force behind this role. It's it's like guess who? It's like did you like working on your your movie? No. Okay, it could be anything. It's like did you like working on your movie for no money? Yes. Oh, you're a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, but you know, but that's why I remember I was I I like a lot of Edward Burns. I haven't anything in forever, but I was a big Edward Burns fan, and he was like. He's like, I did like Saving Private Ryan and like these movies to pay for like Sidewalks of New York. It's like, I did this yeah, movie yeah. so that I can make. Th- and they all do that, right? They're like, they yeah. do this movie. They do the Fast and the Furious so that, you know, they can make their little movie that they want to make that they're, they're passionate about. And again, it's like you and I, it's a job. Mm-hmm. You know, you do what you do. You get in your car, do an Uber delivery for a couple bucks extra. It's the same thing as doing Fast and Furious 11. Just only, you know. <laughs> It pays different. All right. Anything else you want to say? No. Mm, Star Wars. Star Wars. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Give us a like and a subscribe. Uh, And until next time, Brock, you are always scum.
Rebel scum. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.